baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board. Deuces, July 2018. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us as we prepare for the 4th of July feasts. Jamie Foxx, uh, hope yes, everybody's indeed. doing well, had a good weekend, uh, a little bit of stuff in sport to talk about, and yes, we're going to talk about a little bit about LeBron James, I know uh, you World Cup fans out there just don't really like that, but hey, can I tie a little soccer in for you, Jamie? Absolutely. Into LeBron James? Sure. And, and this just, this is this is great, uh, that every day, not, I mean, this guy is world famous, I mean, uh, arguably the most impressive guy in sport. No, not LeBron James. Uh, not even like a Venus Williams or somebody like that. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Try that one more time. Let me Zlatan, see. Zlatan. I've been practicing. I, bet you I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Pretty damn close, I think you got right He there. is uh, a soccer player. Yes. In the MLS. Yes. For the Los Angeles MLS affiliate. Is their last name? Or are they the... I don't know who, who they wait, are. At this point, who cares, right? At, at any rate, uh, Zlatan uh-huh. uh, got in on the LeBron James deal the other day. Zlatan considers himself the best soccer player in the world, uh, an icon, if you will, and 36 years old, and he's in MLS, so the World Cup's going on, and he ain't playing in it. So, obviously, Chief, you're not the best soccer player in the world. Right. Uh, right. Although that might be a dubious distinction. At any rate, Zlatan came out um, with a picture on Twitter, because that's what you do now. They have a picture of Ibrahimovic Zlatan with his legendary number nine that I've never heard of this guy before today. Apparently he's something in the soccer world. With a big showing his arms spread out, and they have a LeBron James picture in a Lakers jersey. And here was his tweet. Are you ready? Oh, by the way, Zlatan calls himself a god. Well, Zlatan, that's that, that's good when you call yourself that, right? Good to have a positive affirmation. Wait, here, here's the positive here, attitude. Yeah, here's the mm-hmm. Twitter headline: Now L.A. has a god and a king. Zlatan welcomes King James. <laughs> okay, so therapy session ha- time with uh, with Coach and, T. And all this time we thought it was the Kardashians, yeah, right? Coach T and Mr. Jamie. It is a counseling time for Zlatan. Number one, if your name is Zlatan, you got some issues to begin you're with. You're not a king. Or you're, might, you're closer to a queen than you are a king if your name is Zlatan. And Zlatan talks to himself in third person. <laughs> <laughs> so do we. Zlatan welcomes King James. And you think LeBron's going, who? Who the heck? Who? How many people actually spell their name with a Z to begin with? I mean, Zlatan. I don't know. Zlatan, okay. Uh, he welcomes King. Now L.A. has a god and a king, but Zlatan mm. put himself first because obviously – God goes higher before, dude. Really? Wasn't Zlatan the name of the? Uh, you remember uh, Ghostbusters? The guy with, before the marshmallow puff? Wasn't Zor? Was Egon. 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 Well, Egon and Zlatan now have LeBron, and it's all and <laughs> good. God. Zlatan. Zlatan. I am a soccer god. 
all of eight people know about me. Of course, six are my family, and one's the guy that helped yeah, me and my and, and at And all this airport. time we thought, uh, well, this is kind of making Caitlyn Jenner look like uh, yesterday's news, isn't it? Uh, was Laton uh, welcoming LeBron to the um, to L.A. and uh, is, is he? I love this. I mean, this is this is just epic. Is he a? Um, I I have to admit, all I knew the only two soccer players I knew, and this is I feel bad about this. I really I, I lose a lot of sleep over this. I, Ronaldo and Lionel and I, I think, Messi. Messi. I, call, I, I tend to call him Lionel Richie, but it's not. It's Lionel Messi. <laughs> Lionel Richie might be. Lionel you know, Richie will probably be more happy talented. that I yeah. affiliate him with Lionel Messi, but. Uh, and I'm not sure it's even Lionel, but anyway, it it, it is. Those are the two, not uh, Igor uh, Zlogvanovich or or whatever. Uh, and he has uh, put himself on there with the with the jersey on with LeBron's jersey. Do, do, do we even know if Le- I have never seen Terry? I, I have to admit, when I saw that pop up on my screen the other, day, I was just like, eh. big. I mean, you know, okay, water's wet, right? We we knew what was going to happen here. What do you mean? Um, that LeBron was going to sign with. I mean, oh, I is, thought it. I thought it was semi still wide open. He said it came down to just. It was very simple. Either stay in Cleveland or go to L.A. And we yeah, know. That, well, you know. Uh, well, even <laughs> well, though I'm hey, from I, I got to give you two more Zaza quotes, though. All right, Th- these are great. Now, that, Z- Zlatan. Okay. Okay, and the the thing of it on ESPN three sixty, they called it Zlaland, Zazlaland. Mm. Uh, here was his quote: "I came like a king and left like a legend." If that's not sanctimonious enough, I got an even better one for you. <laughs> I gave them me as a gift. You know, the gift that keeps on giving. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> I bet he has people lined up near the 7-Eleven to get his autograph. Don't you just want to hey, go Zlatan, out? Hey, Zlatan, can I have some more cheese on my nachos, dude? <laughs> Don't you want to just run down to uh, Hibbets right now or whatever, or, or one of our many fine uh, sports, sport, uh, sporting goods store and get you a Zlatan jersey? Uh. I mean, don't you just want to go, hey, hey, why go to church when I could go to the Church of Zlatan? S- S- soccer right. got killed. I, look, guy I'm is, not uh, disparaging soccer, but soccer guys and their egos kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I gave them me as a get Really? Dude, what was your, what was the thing secondary you were to get? I mean, what did you choose yourself over? Was I mean. Here's the thing. I mean, other than before these guys get a little cocky, now think about this, Terry. You you know you you have to deal with me on probably a lot more of a, of a daily basis than you want to. What are two sports right now? Looking at at, at me and and I'm I'm not saying that I'm in Zlatan's universe or Messi's or Ronaldo's, but think of two sports I could really at this point excel in. One of them's pretty obvious, right? Horse uh, racing, uh, jockey, yeah. right? I would be a pretty pretty good job. I'd have to lose about eighty pounds. But I think other than midget that, wrestling. Number two, but there's actually let's throw a third one in here. I think I could be pretty good at soccer, because you don't necessarily have to be tall to be a good soccer player. or athletic, or athletic. You know, some of my friends thought I was pretty athletic back in the day, but uh, I'm not. <laughs> and so, all right, let's let's say that uh, this is this is starting to segue to something that really is is um, I think. This is going to be a natural Zlatan and the Kardashians. We need to have a reality show with with these two uh, Einsteins and see what happens as far as you know what kind of mess they can start. I mean, will I mean this begs the question: Will another crossdresser come out of this? Uh, we don't know. We don't know. But I would say uh, LeBron has with Lonzo Ball. I wonder how long it's going to be. That's going to be interesting with uh, 
LaVar involved. How long do you think it will take them to jettison Lonzo the minute LaVar starts opening his trap? Well, Lonzo and, had a uh, – he's got meniscus issues right now, so he's pretty much untradeable. Uh, I put that on my social media the other night or yesterday. We have meniscus issues too. Yeah, what um, – you know, how long – give me an over-under before LaVar Ball does something incredibly stupid to – uh, bring in LeBron James and, and incur the wrath of Magic Johnson, et cetera. What was this? Uh, this was a four-year deal, right? One hundred and forty-five yep. million. Yeah, something yeah. Like it's that. not like LeBron's suffering for a uh, mortgage payment. But yeah. yeah, but here's who he brought in with him. You're gonna love this. Kentavious uh, Caldwell Pope played at Georgia. Uh, Lance Stevenson, the LeBron wannabe nemesis. Wasn't Lance Steve? I thought he was with the Cavaliers. He, he's been everywhere. Wait, is he like 107? Or? Lance is like a bad cold that just keeps bouncing around. Mm. But now he gets to play with LeBron. Okay. And then uh, JaVale McGee, yeah. who, uh, you know, if you watch uh, TNT, NBA on TBS or, wh- or whatever, Shaqed in a Fool, Shaquille O'Neal, like, makes fun of people. Like, JaVale McGee has been the poster child for stupid stuff. I mean, he makes – J.R. Smith says, JaVale McGee, dude, you got to be smarter. That, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. And so he's got those guys to go with LeVar, I mean, excuse me, Lonzo Ball and LeVar Ball. Uh, I'm thinking the Kawhi Leonard thing to Los Angeles has got to be done. Otherwise, uh, you did not improve yourself. You still got your boy, uh, Isaiah Thomas, that LeBron jettisoned back at the trading deadline to the Lakers. Uh, it's going to be a, it's, it's an interesting. You've got to get Kawhi Leonard now. Uh, Chris well, Paul goes back to Houston on a max. Uh, Russ, uh, excuse me, um, Paul George goes back to Oklahoma City. Which surprised me. Surprised me, too. So, I don't, you know, uh, you know who's celebrating? The Boston Celtics. Think so? Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they're... they're because you, he's out of the East, or... Uh, you can go ahead and make reservations. Them in Philadelphia, for the next seven to eight years, are going to run the I, East. I've heard that Philadelphia made a play for Kawhi Leonard, but the asking price was too high. Uh, they wanted like three first rounders. Um, I think Santa, um, San Antonio did from Philly for for uh, Kawhi Leonard, and they politely declined. I think Kawhi's going to loss. I think he's going to be a Laker. I think that was. I think LeBron was the first piece of that. Uh, otherwise, you're just uh, you're not. Did you really upgrade? I mean, JaVale McGee and Lance Stevenson. I, I know the who was McGee with? Was he with the? He was with uh, the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, he played like I think two minutes more than you did the whole year. It doesn't mean that I can't. Now, Dwight Howard's wanting to go now either to the Warriors or the Lakers. He, he came out again. Dwight Howard, who who probably hangs out with uh, Ibrahimovic, and they both can talk about how good that. I mean, Dwight, you talk about a career that's just bottomed. Yeah. I mean, they. what was it last? It was June 22nd, I think, is National Trade Dwight Howard Day. He's been traded like seven or eight times on that day. Uh, well, no, no, but Dwight Howard is uh, the one that looks like Tarzan and plays like uh, Ibrahimovic. Mm. You know, he's just not very good. Okay, now we know that Jack Nicholson is a is a regular at the Laker game. Yes, right, right, the court side. Now we got to see. Not only do we probably have a Kardashian two sightings, we'll also have Zat- what is it? Zaline, Zatin, Zlatan, Zatan, Ibrahimovic, Ibrahimovic. Whoo, boy! I got to start drinking again. Um, this is something that um, no, no, no truth to the fact that he actually was playing in the Lithuanian basketball league for a semester as well. Oh, of course. Uh, this is going to. This could be very. And, and you notice it's kind of a, a mob mentality right now in the NBA. Oh, everybody wants to go to the league. And I, I assume this is an this is an attempt uh, 
by magic to try to dethrone the Warriors coming out of the West, I'm sure. But you know, How about make the playoffs, Lakers? Hey, we've seen, <laughs> in OKC, we've seen what three good players still can't do when you play with, all they need is Russell Westbrook now out in L.A., and that will be, um, I'm surprised he's not going to try to opt out and go there too. But it is, um, it's proof that, you know, chemistry, we'll see how this works. I mean, it, it, it worked in Cleveland because everybody else was willing to let They LeBron. deferred to LeBron, and they're going to do the same thing here. I think you've got to get Kawhi Leonard to make it a, a viable possibility. I still don't think they're beat. With the team they have now, there's no way. They don't, they're not better than Houston. Houston beats them, as is now. Well, Capella, isn't Capella shopping his? Seriously uh, thinking about going to the Lakers. Mm. And the Lakers could unload some of that dead wood, too. They absolutely could unload some of the dead wood. Well, Chris Paul didn't do anything to try to hold on to Capella now, did he? When he signed that gazillion dollar contract, he's got, I don't know, he made, his contract may be bigger than LeBron's, from what I've heard. And, and Sean uh, says, hey, we just had the Lakers. They got better by signing the best player in the world. True. Same guy who took a team to the finals. Uh, the second player's player was Mo Williams. He could have had anybody with him. Uh, not uh, better, better than they were. Absolutely better than they were. I, th- I still think they're getting Kawhi Leonard. It's still. A matter of how does that team play together with Luke Walton? How does uh, Magic Johnson continue behind the scenes to putting some people in? JaVale McGee, not the not the poster child for stability. Lance Stevenson is uh, J.R. Smith. He's West Coast J.R. Smith. Uh, and probably crazier. You know, and you got LeBron, best player in the world. I think it was a, it was a LeBron mogul status move for him. Well, sure. Um, Interesting stuff, though. We'll see. I don't think they are dead yet. I think they still got a couple moves left. And I think Kawhi Leonard becomes the biggest piece of the board. We come back, Jamie. We'll tell you about a local, well, semi-local, regional Louisiana player drafted in the NBA this year. It has been a disastrous first couple days, uh, like to the point where Ibrahimovic would say, oh, dude, that's not good. It's, it's been a disastrous couple days, and yes, he has but one person to blame. I'll tell you that story more when we return. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx rolling here on a Monday. Deuces, July 2018. This segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Back in a minute. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Size, speed, strength, agility. 
These are all tools you need if you want to go far. But when it comes to your car, you're going to need a lot more tools than that. Luckily, AutoZone has your back with the free Loan-A-Tool program. Check this out. You can choose from over 100 specialty tools to help you get the job done right free of charge. So from brake jobs to engine rebuilds, just get the one you need, leave a deposit, bring it back when you're done. It's really that simple. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Relationships are about give and take. He'll take the morning hike. You prefer the spin bike. One, two. When it comes to sleep, no need to compromise. Smarter sleep is better sleep for both of you. Introducing the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, the only bed that senses and automatically adjusts to keep you both effortlessly comfortable. It's even designed to help with this. Much better. Does your bed do that? It's Sleep Number's 4th of July sale. Save up to $500 plus free home delivery on Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. And Saturday. See store for details. To find a store near you, go to sleepnumber.com. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk, the 977. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, the segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. You know, Jamie, if you're a draft pick in the NBA, only two rounds in the NBA, right? And if you're a draft pick and you get picked in the first two rounds, especially the first round, you would think that you would have enough money on in advance to, I don't, I don't know, buy an alarm clock, buy an iPhone watch, Pay somebody to call and wake you up, something, mm-hmm. right? No, no, no. Uh, Robert Williams, who was the number one player in the state of Louisiana a couple years ago, from uh, played at North Caddo. Over in the Shreveport area. area. Yep. Six, six yep. nine kid. Went to uh, play for my friend Billy Kennedy at, at Texas A&M. A&M. Yep. Yep. Uh, was selected by the Boston Celtics. And again, Boston Celtics, not exactly uh, the Orlando Magic. Boston Celtics made a deep run this year into the playoffs. Uh, arguably without their two best players, they go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And so the Boston Celtics, uh, mm-hmm. if I'm buying, selling, or holding, I'm buying the Boston Celtics. Anyway, um, Robert Williams was drafted. They show a picture of him at draft night. He's 20 years old. Uh, yeah, he, he's had a kind of a tough go of it since he was drafted. Uh, Sunday, he missed a flight to take him to the first day of Summer League. Oops. Yeah, so they send the assistant coach out there, uh, Jay Laranga, who's his dad is uh, the coach at Miami, University of Miami. Jim Laranga? Yeah, yeah, yeah Laranga. Uh, so the assistant coach has to go out there and explain, well, why he missed that. Uh, and he was just drafted 10, year, 10 days ago. And so right after the bat, like the next day, he uh, has an introductory conference call. The day after the draft, right? Because, hey, we drafted you. Now let's, let's get, kind of get down to business. This is what your game plan is going to be because we're going to pay you a whole lot of money. Yeah, he slept through that call. Mm. Um, Not good. So he's missed his flight, missed the first two practices, and slept through his introductory conference call. Like 20-year-olds are, are inclined to sleep through. A lot of things. He he was a sophomore. I think he was a true sophomore coming out of A and M. I don't think he redshirted. Uh, and he, as you said, signed with Billy Kennedy at, at um, yeah. At that, that was a Stansbury, Rick Stansbury, who's now at Western Kentucky. That was I think Rick's. Uh, Rick's he lured recruit. him. Yeah, yeah. I think he was yeah highly regarded. I think he's close, probably six ten, huh? Close uh, to six that. Six nine, six, six ten. Yeah, six nine, six ten, and uh, 
Dude, how can you not buy an alarm clock? How can you not say, Jamie, if I was going to get ready to get paid a whole lot of money and I had this, hey, Jamie, can you call and wake me up? I mean, I'd have Kramer on standby, Guerrero oh, yeah, I'd coming have three by. Or four yeah, yeah, I'd have three or four, especially if I know I'm a screw up to begin with. Like, I tend to sleep, you know, I, I sleep pretty hard, you know. Hey, make sure you wake me up. Or I don't know if you guys are like I am and you uh, you set like four alarms on your iPhone because you might sleep through the first one. That is hard to do. Yeah. It, it but is. he did. Yeah, he did. So And now, but uh, not not off to a good start as, at, at all because now you're, you've had the fran- franchise going, is this what we're going to have to be dealing with the whole time? Um, so uh, Robert Williams – uh, Louisiana native. Uh, on the other hand, Terry, some good news. Uh, if you're a Pelicans fan, uh, staying in the state, uh, Alfred Payton signed with the Pe- Pelicans on a one-year deal. Uh, you know, played, I think, at uh, ULL. La, 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 la. And um, supposedly played at uh, John Arrett in Marrero. Um, and then he's only 24 years old. Dude, he's got the coolest hair ever. Uh, he does have, he has very cool hair. Um, I wonder if he has the same style as his Ibrahimovic Chicago. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna err on the side of uh, no on that. Um, I think he's I think he played for the uh, first four years with Orlando and then uh, traded to Phoenix in February and now he apparently was a free agent and gets to come home. So we'll see. Yeah, good deal. I, you know um, that makes I tell you what that makes I bet he got his phone calls yeah. more interesting it to does, me. Yeah. You're not going to keep Boogie Cousins, which I I, I really don't. You I, think he is bailing? Yeah, I think he's bailing. He's going to Los Angeles too. Everybody says that that's got to happen. They got Julius Randle, that might be a tra- You know, if anybody can keep him under control, maybe it's LeBron. I but you got to put Cousins on a team with somebody he fears. You mm. know, that it's like Rodman. You let Rodman be your best player and or just un- I mean he's uncoachable. You put him on a team with somebody he fears and or respects, I think you might have something. And uh, LeBron is going to hopefully inspire both of that in people. I, speaking of such, you know, they're going to they're gonna ship uh, the ball guy. By the way, his little brother in the JBA, the Junior Ball League or whatever it's called, uh, three for 32 from the three-point line oh, in the last three games. I mean, hey. You gotta- and he's the premier player. It's a whopping 9%. 0 for 16 over the weekend, by the way. Hey, you know, you can't make it if you don't shoot it. This is true. But he's you still averaging like 40-something a game. In this case, you can't make it even if you do shoot yeah, it. Yeah, he's shooting in the 20s from the field, but he's still averaging 40-something a game. I mean, that's like puffy numbers there, 3 for 32. Yeah. I, I mean, this is a this is a grade down from the Lithuanian League. Mm. So maybe, maybe the Lithuanian League has helped him. I mean, he's putting up these numbers. You know, those are Saturday – well, not even Saturday. Those are Thursday morning numbers at Benoit. Not not Thursday evening, afternoon, or certainly not night, but it Benoit or, or Swartz or Osterlin rec numbers midweek. I'm going to say uh, Osterlin and Benoit uh, put up better numbers than that. <laughs> yeah, better players. I would say we've got better players than that. Yep. Well, speaking of that, I want to segue into this one. Uh, there's a young man named Wendell Brown that you don't know who he is. Uh, played at Ball State University as a basketball player. Muncie, Indiana. Uh, went to uh, China. And was playing a little professional basketball over there. They said, you know what? We're really interested in playing American football. So the guy had a little football background. So he was teaching uh, Chinese kids how to play American football. Was employed. Goes to a bar one night at the uh, request of a couple of his friends. Somehow ends up in an altercation. Uh, Wendell says, look, I just put my hands up in the air to make sure I didn't get hit anymore. Uh, The police come. They arrest him. Arrest him, rather. And he gets um, 
this was in 2016 on September 24th. They was charged that uh, somebody threw a, a bottle at him. Mm-hmm. Altercation. If you throw a bottle at me, we're probably going to get into it. Um, That's called provocation. Afterwards, a local man accused him of seriously injuring his eye in a fight. And apparently the dude's eye had to be removed. Uh, and this is all AP reports. Um, the demand, the dude demanded more than $100,000 in compensation or else he would pursue the case in court. Um, dude just got four years in a Chinese prison. Four years for a bar fight. Um, the, they, don't, they don't mess around in China when it comes to uh, watering hole. Well, uh, the supporters, including his mother, who is arguably uh, certainly upset, says the White House, the State Department, and Michigan uh, officials have raised the case in China. The U.S. Embassy has not uh, immediately responded. And uh, actually, the kid played linebacker at Ball State as well, and then he played in the Canadian Football League. So he's done a little bit of both. But similar disputes are often settled out of court in China. You know, you just pay me some money and I won't prosecute you. Well, dude apparently didn't have 100G laying around for dude's eyeball that somehow got popped out. And uh, his mother, Antoinette Brown, who she's exactly right, court, I still don't understand it. He's guilty of what? It's all about the money. It was a clear shakedown. It's unfair justice. And this goes back to the sunglasses. If they will give you four years for a bar fight, and it's sort of unclear what happened. And you lift, steal, you go on a, on a four-store stealing spree with the video as evidence, not hearsay. And you get on a plane and walk out. Yeah. Well, in in, in China, there's, as they say, there's a little more, I guess you'd refer to it as frontier justice. Um, they don't really mess around there. Um, my brother was in Iraq. Uh if whether you're, they don't care how old you are, he uh, uh, he saw a child who had his hand cut off because he was stolen. Uh, by the way, no anesthetic, no uh, no surgery involved, just whacked it off. Uh, it can happen uh, anywhere, and, and you know, here we are nowadays. People, you know, the U.S. is it's it's fun now for us to pick on our own country, uh, folks. You need to realize that uh, these folks don't play in other countries, and while we're trying to give everybody, uh, you know, access to, to voting booths, access to driver's license, access to free education, uh, they'll kill you behind somewhere else if you stay, step out of line. Um, so I think it, this is downtown for a little levity and realizing that um, we have a lot to be grateful for. Now, I hope we can intercede in this point, and China will be – I guess maybe we sell them – uh, I don't know. Maybe this is a payback for the uh, the trade stuff that's going on. I don't know. But we need to get this guy out of there because Chinese prisons are not a place that I would want to be, yeah, especially no for four tours. years. Yeah. There's no there's there's also a good chance you may not walk out of there. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, whatever happened, happened. But uh, I guess the uh, uh, what is the what is the Chinese beer? Ying Ying, Ying Ling or whatever. I don't know. Dude, I, don't I have know. no idea. Well, I should know because I'm an alcoholic. But Yingling or something like that, I think is um, is something that is is the famous famous Chinese beer. Famous Chinese beer. That's maybe that's only on the edge, folks. You're going to get famous Yingling. Chinese beer. Somebody, uh, somebody in the audience, uh, uh, Google that for me. It's Yingling or something like that, and, and get back with us quickly because 
we may have to buy several cases to buy off the Chinese government here. FFS tells us uh, back in the day, one of the Balkan countries had the death penalty for first offense DWI. See, there you go. Well, hey, that would just See? there would be no second offenses. See, you just uh, listen. Hey, there's no, uh, there's not a lot of room. You never heard of second second chances don't exist elsewhere like they do here, do they? Um, Jake says Singtao. I get Jake. Singtao. Singtao. Yes, yes. I think you're right. Do you have to say it with that accent? I mean, yeah, you have to throw in that tao to just to be just to be official. Singtao. Cul- I think that's cultural appropriation. But probably so. Um, I so let's let's all say that together now. Singtao is your is your. I think it's made with rice too. I don't think they do it like brewers yeast like we do here. I don't know. But anyway, those of you who. Let's see, John Smart says, get this guy off. Delario, uh, ma'am, I'm sorry. He goes, Coach, I'm disappointed you didn't know who Jim Laranega is. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Uh, Sean is telling me that I'm not hip too long. I've been in Hawaii. Uh, Sean, I wasn't in Hawaii long enough. We'll get back to the spam conversation on the other side, too. Um, Mark, any at, at McDonald's. Mark says, I wonder how long before LeBron runs uh, Luke Walton out of town. He wants to be GM, coach, manager, and player. Now they got somebody named Magic Johnson in that position already. Uh, details, Jamie Foxx, details. I got you. You're listening to Sports Talk, sort of, 97.7. <laughs> Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, and this segment brought to you by Sing Tao Beer. Sing Tao. Sing Tao, your favorite beer in China. Back Go in a minute. Ling. This summer. Johnny's Pizza House, introducing the new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza. You pulling my pork? Uh, no, we're not pulling your... Hey, the Nazi guy say they have a new pizza. The new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza is only here for the summer, so be sure to... What do you mean it's only here for the summer? It'll be gone by the end of summer. The new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza. Well, maybe I want it after the summer. Uh, let's just wrap this up. Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Rocket fast car wash. Rocket fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. At Rocket Fast, our immaculate grounds, friendly attendance, and the most free vacs anywhere will let you know that we care. Get more for your money with our exclusive bug wash prep stations, wall of foam, colorful soaps, and LED light show for a fun car wash for everyone. And with our Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you want for as little as $19.95 per month. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Now with seven locations from Monroe to Shreveport. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. 
It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7 La Edge. Waldrop Fox Tabor running it here on July 2nd, 2018. And if you want to pronounce that in Chinese, it's Singtao. Every day is a good day for a Singtao in China. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one alone. Uh, I tell you who is really happy it becomes July every year. Uh, here's a blast from the past. Bobby Bonilla. Yes. Remember Bobby Bonilla? Mets. Bobby Bonilla every July 1. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. You guys out there that are driving delivery trucks or, or the police officers in your cruiser keeping us safe or or the people working uh, somewhere doing any, any kind of – you know, we all have jobs to do. Uh, some of us like them better than others. But the bottom line is, if you're a man, Jamie Foxx, or a woman for that matter, I won't be sexist, you do what you have to do to provide for your family. Correct. And, and a lot of people just simply don't like what they do. And that's just the way it is. Uh, I tell you a guy that does like what he does. All he has to do is live to July 1st every year, and he gets a nice check from the New York Mets for one million one hundred ninety-three thousand. Two hundred forty-eight dollars and twenty cents. That's some incentive. One point, basically one point two million every July first until the year two thousand thirty-five. Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. For he had a the Mets did a deal with him. They owed him five point million dollars, five point nine million dollars back in the day in two thousand. He decided, uh, or they decided, they talked him into deferring that money. And so now instead of the $5.9 million lump sum he would have gotten, he's going to get about $27, $28 million over the course of that time. So every year on July 1st, Bobby goes to the mailbox gleefully. He's going to be in a wheelchair by, you know, in a couple of years, ago, but he's still going to go get it. Or I guess if you have that much money, you pay somebody to go to your mailbox uh, and get his $1.2 million. Could you live on one point two for the year? Yes, yeah, uh, yes. And, and, and simply put, yes. Um, He's got 18 more payments due him through 2035. Good grief. He turned the 5.9 into $29.8 million. Just That's the dude I want to invest in my money. So what was he getting paid while he still played? Like 90000 a year, 150, 250, or something like that. I mean, so in other words, he deferred, he back-ended his, his contract. Yeah. Here's the Why doesn't everybody do that? Here, here's the other thing about Bobby. I was never a big Bobby Bonilla fan. I am now. He lives in Florida. Key point about Florida? No state income no tax. No state income tax. Brilliant. Let's see. I'm going to live on the beach. I got no state income 1. tax. 2, I literally have to live every year until July 1st to get one point. I'll be in. <laughs> hey, you know, this. Uh, that's a good point because I just saw something the other day. That uh, Saquon Barkley, who I thought the Cleveland Browns should have drafted. Cleveland Browns did Cleveland Brown stuff. And they didn't listen to me. But this guy, this kid's got a head on his shoulders. He is going to, he's not going to live off his, his NFL salary. He's going to, he, apparently he's already got endorsements lined up and so forth. He's already investing that money or will invest anything he makes from playing uh, he'll put that aside and not live off. He'll live simply off of, I don't know, let's say he says uh, he's hocking Singtao beer. Okay, he's, he's got the endorsements for that or Yingling or, or whatever we foolishness we talk about every day. Uh, you know, deodorant, food, whatever he hocks, okay, he's going to live off at advertising money 
and uh, his NFL salary will be there, let's say he, you know, four, five, six years. Now, he's in the running back position. That's not necessarily a long career. I think that's brilliant. This is a guy. This is a young man with a good head on his shoulders. Knowles texts me in that uh, Bruce Sutter, remember mm-hmm. Bruce Sutter from played, back in the day? Played for the Cubs. I think and, the, and the Braves, the, too. The Braves. Bruce Sutter apparently has been cashing Braves checks since 1989. Mm. What a great sport. You hadn't played in 20 years, and they still pay you a lot of money. Maybe now it's understandable why some of these parents uh, spend thousands and thousands and millions of dollars sending their kids to travel ball every summer trying to get them a – maybe it does, you know, if you if you can get to that. But So Bonilla and Suter basically – they didn't. One thing we don't know, Terry, is how much they made while they were playing. I mean, they got obviously had to have a salary as well, but it wasn't anything like this where it was deferred. Um, this is incredible. I think this is brilliant on their part to really. And I don't know why more, more players, you know, they, instead of living for the day, so to speak. I mean, you know, at, at 35, your career is basically over unless you're LeBron James and in fantastic shape. But really, by the time you. Well, let's just say on the outside, and, and particularly if you're, let's say, Tom Brady, for example, and have a real expensive wife to keep up, um, you really, I think it would be more difficult to defer money. Um, but I would she say. She makes more than he does. That's true. I forgot about that. She's bringing in some serious cash, too. Giselle. Uh, so I had a buddy by a show, and, you know, it's getting ready to be Division One basketball recruiting season. They're going to be out. Uh, is it a dead start, period right now? Yeah, they're so starting the 11th or whatever. And, by the way, NCAA apparently is going to completely revamp the summer stuff, which uh, means they'll have to find different ways to funnel the money. Uh, <laughs> so a guy sent me this the other day. He said uh, an AAU coach. And, again, you got some, some guys that, that know what they're doing. They're ex-college coaches or high school. You know, they, they're they good. And then you got the complete morons, you know, the dudes that could break out of Angola on a Tuesday morning and be coaching an AAU team by that afternoon. So a referee <laughs> said, hey, coach, and I put this up on social media, hey, I had a, a AAU co- coach approach me after the game or at halftime with my stat line. And he said the referee's stat line was 11 missed travels, four missed blocks, one missed charge. And he goes, also, you're a garbage ref. So the ref goes, I thanked him. He goes, but you did leave one stat out. He goes, what's that? Technical foul on you, and I won't be missing this one. <laughs> Cha-ching. Uh, got to <clears> love it. There's a, uh, the AAU bingo season. And, Jamie, have you, have you ever been to – got to take you to some AAU stuff. And I thought that, you were going to say i got to take you to a bingo hall, but no, same, th- same, same thing. thing. Same okay. thing. Got the same, let, let me give you some ideas on some AAU coaches, and referees for that matter. Um. <clears throat> You've seen them before where they'll wear a collared shirt, like a collared knit polo of some sort, you know, Nike, Under Armour, things of that nature. And then their basketball shorts down to their knees because it's sort of saying, hey, I'm professional up top, but just in case a basketball break- game breaks out, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Or, you know, somebody my age that are wearing their Air Jordans mm-hmm. just in case. Uh, or you see the referees at halftime shooting or anytime there's a timeout there. If they could, they're young guys, they go dunk. Just to let everybody in the eight-year-old league know that they can do it. They they can dunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coaches are the best. And this let me let me give you a couple. I've had people ask me about it. <clears throat> I've seen this personally uh, on numerous occasions. I've seen coaches. Have you ever seen like the uh, the the papoose carriers for little kids? Yes, yeah. Like you put them on the front. You know, I've seen the front, the back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've yeah. seen both of those. Yeah. 
there's nothing like seeing an AAU coach while his child is in his papoose carrier, front or back. I think you lose some – I'm just going to say this. I'm not anti-childish. I think you lose a little bit of credibility when you do well, that. I mean, sometimes you just got to babysit, dude. Your game comes up and – Yeah, and you and you got the, the papoose thing in front of you. And you, look, you know, you're carrying the kid on the, on the front or the back of you. Yeah, and you get upset and agitated. Hard to get a tee pulled on you when you got a kid in Oh in no, tow, right? no, 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 because you have a lot of officials. You know, that, to me, and I pick at officials all the time, and I'm not really joking with them. I think the worst thing that they do during the summer is go call these games, and here's why: because if you're AAU or you got some kind of tournament, I just had one, so I can tell you the truth. You're trying to get the game on schedule. You don't really care who wins. You just need them on schedule. So if you're playing every hour, the last thing you need is overtime, double overtime, because everybody gets backed up and you get out of there at 3 o'clock in the morning. So referees are encouraged to sort of let some things go. I think it frustrates players. It frustrates coaches, parents, referees, everybody else. So you take a whole summer of calling all those games and you're letting bad habits go. It's what you see in November in high school basketball. And even in college, for that matter, they're still in AAU mode. And they're just, you know, if, if you practice something, you typically get better at it, right, even if it's bad habits. Mm-hmm. And I think you see that a lot. Uh, and you see these officials that are trying to call the game. What's funny is seeing the Division One officials we're getting ready to see, and they are evaluated, being evaluated for, for higher-level Division One or trying to get into Division One because you make some pretty good money doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And to see their interaction coming up starting July 11th with the AAU guys, it is epic because they're used to dealing. And, and, you know, look, you've got some coaches at the college level, and certainly even at the high school level, that are handful, right? They're, they're, they're challenging to, to officiate for and communicate with. you got some AAU guys that are just pure idiots. I mean, just it, it's watching the professional officials try to communicate with the idiot. It's like there should be a documentary on it and put it on, like, the Travel Channel or, or National Geographic. I, I'd pay to watch it. It's It's epic. Uh, but, yeah, we're getting ready to go, and everybody has a national championship. No matter what team you are, you're playing for a national cha- It might be the Jamie Terry national championship but there's one. with two teams, but uh, we, we won the national championship. You're, you're, you're from Marion, Louisiana. Yeah, but we, we beat New York and Los Angeles. Really? <laughs> this is where we are now. And, and everybody not, gets a trophy. Everybody gets a national championship trophy. <laughs> not just. We weren't runner-up. We were a finalist. Jeez. But, yeah, it's, I would encourage you, go out and watch some AAU stuff. Oh, by the way, they're charging like 15 bucks to get in these games. Why do I want to watch AAU stuff? Because your kid's playing. They, the, they charge, the wait. parents pay to let the kids play, and then they charge the parents out the wazoo to get. Try having two kids and a wife and get in the game. Just give them your car title. So 30 bucks, let's say you got two kids playing. You spent about, let's say you've got to go to Memphis for an AAU thing. You've spent. I don't know, easily five hundred bucks just for hotel, food and everything, and then you gotta pay another fifteen to go to the game? Each. Thirty bucks. That's just you and your wife. Or you and somebody else's wife, whoever it is you're taking. Who's who's running these things? Uh they have a couple independent organizations. Just gotta go. AAU is is this yeah. I, seven I have a on friend seven. of mine. I, he, I, I signed him, he played for he was a former Mr. Basketball in Louisiana. Lives down in central Louisiana. He played for me in college at Southeastern. He played at Texas Wesleyan as well. His uh, daughter, who's 10, was playing, and they had a tournament up at Washita, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, about a month or two ago, whatever it was. He goes, come up and watch my daughter play. Okay. I'm like, man, okay, I'll come up there. It cost me like $11 to get in the gym. 
Eleven dollars to go watch well, now, a ten-year-old. Now, Terry, Terry. Yes, you're independently wealthy. Let's not complain. It's I mean, the principle of the issue. Eleven bucks, which you could have probably. It's seven to get in the West Monroe High School football game. I, okay, I'm good with that. That's I, that's a little more manageable. Seven is, is eleven to watch bad AAU basketball. Are you kidding me? I can't listen. I still owe people money, probably from coming to, to that had to pay to watch me play in high school. If anyone had to pay to watch Jamie Foxx play, any kind of sport deserves a refund. Now, John Tabor, that's a different story. You should pay you should pay twelve, fifteen, twenty bucks and be grateful that he let you watch. Me? To say that I suck canal water would be going too far. I was horrific, okay? And short to boot. Horrific, short, slow, everything. And people actually paid hard-earned money to watch me play. They support your children, man. But that and I, I wanted to, my, my poor mom and dad. I just, I don't understand why they just didn't beat me daily. They should have. We could start that now. Well, I know you would if you could get away with it. But now I'm too old, and I might be able to have a fighting chance. But uh, it is, it's amazing what these people, these the kind of coin people drop now for their kids. Travel to- ball in all sports. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, the answers to all things. When we return, this segment sponsored by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specialized in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the man for you. Go see him today. Give him a shout, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. Don't miss out on huge savings as we celebrate our 40th birthday. Wow, 40 years since my dad founded our company. Prices have never been better during our celebration. See us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City for your new home. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Bored with a dead-end job? Ready for a change? How about an exciting career in real estate? Coldwell Banker Group One Realty can guide you through every step from real estate school to an enjoyable and profitable career. Our initial interview will give you the honest facts, good and bad, you need to know to make an informed decision. Call Daryl or Paula Beasley or Brian Avera at 362-0007. Coldwell Banker, the most trusted name in real estate. Each office independently owned and operated. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. 
Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-45-45. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx shutting it down here on Monday, the second day of July. And that would be Uno Dos. July 2nd, yes. I said do, I, I, was, I dose. Well, I, this is this is uh, the uh, the show where we're we're speaking Chinese and Japanese. This is the bilingual edition of The Edge. Yes, I, I was criticized Dose. for saying deuces. Uh, Why I, would anybody criticize? I've yeah. got a dog named Deuce. Uh, you might have two dogs named Deuce. Probably At so. any rate. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what that dog is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to get part of it. Hey, sometimes you just got to put them down. Can Dr. David Weber uh, discern? I don't know what I've got on my hands. He could probably help me out there, though. Well, as we get ready, and, and I've got something I'm going to get into tomorrow. It's sort of heavy. Um, and, and, I'll, and I'll kind of I'll prelude a little bit about it. Uh, there were two security guards, excuse me, two football coaches, baseball coaches, rather, uh, at Stoneman High School where they had the, the shooting. Stoneman Douglas, yeah. yeah, in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were security officers, monitors. That was their job description. Uh, they have been terminated uh, from their job as baseball coaches and security monitors. Uh, by the way, they were unarmed. And they could have confronted Nicholas Cruz. Much sooner. Uh, when they saw him, and they didn't, one of them radioed in, the other one uh, hid in a closet uh, when the things were going on. Again, they're, they're security monitors. They're unarmed. Um, and so they've been widely criticized. And, you know, I, we actually had this conversation in a class I had this year. What do you do in a situation like that? I mean, I think all of us would like to tell you, hey, you know what? I'm going to charge the gunman. It's your job. I mean, I get all that. What would you really do? So I went back and said, you know, I looked at, um, and in in fairness, this is not uh, the Stoneman High School job description, but, but I pulled several job descriptions for security monitors who are also coaches or staff members at other schools. Um, here, here's the job goal, to assist in maintaining a safe and orderly environment in non-classroom areas of the high school, parking lots, and grounds. Uh, their performance responsibility, maintain over orderly flow of foot traffic in the hallways, maintain orderly flow of automobile traffic in the parking lot, uh, monitor restrooms throughout the day, enforce school rules, keep unwanted visitors out of the building and off the grounds, report maintenance issues to appropriate personnel, other duties as assigned. And so my question is, is this really a fair situation where those guys are, are getting fired? Um, do you arm them? You know, I don't, I don't know the answer, but yes, we're we're dealing with. You're getting ready to go to high school football games in the fall. You're dealing with significant threats. I mean, we've seen it at the at the Capitol softball game last year. We've seen it uh, played out across the country here, and I, uh, social media is always on top of it. You know, it, what safety? What are the you know the the they had police officers that were fired that were required to go in who were armed. 
Uh, and again, I'm not a police officer, and I and I have immense amount of respect for what they do. Uh, you know, I go to a job every day where I don't have to put my life on the line, mm-hmm. uh, and most of you guys do as well. And for the military and the and the police officers, and uh, they put themselves in harm's way on behalf of the public. Uh, that just uh, I, I I don't do that, and I thank God every day for people that do. And so it's very difficult to criticize them, although I think they're the first to to be critical of people uh, that are in those positions that don't perform or don't adhere to the high standards that's expected in those positions. Is that a fair way to put it? Well, I think most policemen will tell you they, they're the ones that are not good policemen, bad cops, so to speak. They want them off the force, too. Yeah. Most of them say, look, you know, those that do bring dishonor to our profession, we don't want them, um, you know, patrolling either. But... You know, the vast majority are just trying to come home the next that night, and they want to protect, just provide, like you said, provide well, for their families. There's a difference on this, and, and I want to differentiate between this. And this is a huge high school, right? Uh, there's a difference between being a security monitor. Hey, you know, instead of giving you another English class, we're going to make you a security monitor. You make sure uh, Joey and Antoine get to English class and they don't skip school in the bathroom or whatever. Or taking down an armed assailant mm-hmm. with uh, no weapons. You know, is that real? You know, if that's if that's the job description now, of you know, you're expected. And I think you know, all of us. And you know, we had this conversation in my class, Jamie. I think all of us would like to say, you know what? I'm going to put my body in the line of fire between me and you know, between the students and. And I think all of us want to say that. I don't think you know what you do until you're in that situation. I'd like to tell you I do that. I think everybody would like to tell. Most people are not going to be that honest. But, I mean, is that really a job description there? If it is, then you've got to give people the training to be able to make that situation come out uh, hopefully better than than what it did. Terry, we've got thousands of um, retired military people in this country that I think would be more than willing to be in a position to conceal carry where they could be, you know, and they're they're retired, and if they have the time and the want to to be a security uh, officer at a school, I think we would have had different outcomes um, at some of these very at Stoneman Douglas and other places. Well, look, the, the, the shooting they had the other day, Jamie, in uh, in the uh, the newsroom up in uh, Maryland, Maryland, mm-hmm. the police officers were in that place sixty seconds after it happened. And so you, you have something as big as you, t- you take like a, even a West Monroe High School or ULM mm-hmm. or Tech or Grambling or whatever. You take a big area like that, um, there's damage that can be done, man, in, in a very short amount of time. I, don't, I You know, I've got mixed emotions on this, just like I do with games. Mm-hmm. You know, do I really want to see a uh, dude walk around with, uh, you know, with M4s patrolling games that, I, that I'm at? It, it makes you uncomfortable, but then again, you know, at what point do you trade your comfort for safety and security? And is there any guarantees that uh, that you're well, going to get out? I, you know, I don't have the answer to that, but it's something we're getting ready to deal with um, as we get closer uh, into the biggest events we have for high schools, which is high school football. Yeah, Terry, I'm going to make this, uh, if we got a second here, I'm going to try to uh, personalize this a little bit. I uh, Not long after I moved back here, I was um, – uh, and in someone in our neighborhood, the police, I was someone actually came into my house at night while I was sleeping, 
Uh, it was on – I remember the day personally, about three years, National Signing Day, the day before, and for some reason I left my back door open, which is enclosed. They walked through my backyard, uh, saw me. I mean, it wasn't easy to do, but they apparently were keeping an eye on me. Came into my house. I had a white noise machine going, so I didn't hear them. Came to my house, stole a computer. They pretty much know who it was. About two months later, that gentleman was uh, arrested for killing uh, a lady not far from my mom's house. Actually, it was uh, a lady with the Washtenaw Council agent, Mrs. Cagle. Who's yeah, that, was do- that was Dr. Hoffman's sister. Yeah, that was very, tra- very sad. To this very day, tragic. To this day, I'm mad at myself for not being – now, had I woken up, because assuming he was armed, had I been able to stop him, maybe Ms. Cagle would still be alive today. And I, I don't – I know – it's it's you know they're telling me it's a good thing I slept through it and so forth but I've wondered and the police when I asked I remember the police here were so good to me because they said Jamie don't buy a pistol buy a shotgun because chances are if you've got a pistol your hand what's going to happen I said I'm going to be shaking like a little wet rat and they said right you'll aim straighter with the shot and and they weren't trying to and to this day you know I feel like yes I'm grateful that I'm alive and I was able to you know, to sleep through that. But at the same time, I carry a lot of guilt. What if, what if I could have stopped him and um, and been able, you know, and of course, Miss Cagle was, was 85. And from all indications, I didn't know her, lived around the corner from my mom. Um, uh, just a jewel of a lady. And of course, Frank Hoffman's sister. So I just feel so, I mean, he doesn't know. I don't tell this to a lot of people because I don't like to talk about it, but it is something we need to think about. If we can stop something like this, why not? And now the people, you know, these children that have lost their lives, the people, you know, it's a, it's a it's not the same folks anymore. We're not in Mayberry anymore. And evil has to be confronted with strong, strong justice. And had I been able to, you know, I don't know. Um, but that's how I feel about it because that's what I experienced. And... Um, I feel very strongly that we should be in a position to protect our children and protect, you know, our schools. You fight evil with justice. And that's how you that's that's where we are nowadays. There's no more namby pambying around and saying, Oh, we can't do it. No. As my dad used to say, God rest his soul, you kill him graveyard dead. That's how you confront evil. I could not agree more. It's just the question of how we do it. And again, this is something that the superintendents uh, across the country, the high school football coaches, athletic directors, all these folks got to deal with this because you don't think it's a big problem coming up. And then you throw in the cost of what it costs to have armed police officers mm-hmm. uh, at your event. And we'll, we'll get into that tomorrow. I might try to get James DeMayo, who's probably the leading authority in the country in on this. He's a good friend of mine. and well, I've known him for quite a while. We've had him on several times. But as we get ready for college football, for high school football, et cetera, uh, this is something that uh, – because you think about all the people in close proximity, it's scary stuff, man. It's scary stuff. And I don't mean to be, uh, you know, a doomsday, but it's just something you got to deal with, and, and you're seeing it all over the country. At any rate, it's been an interesting show today. We, uh, we've we ad-libbed Chinese beer. Uh, we've, we've covered all sorts of the gamut today. We do. We got uh, far-ranging, I would say, was uh, our uh, topic That's today. about normal for us. At any rate, thanks to our sponsors today, our friends at Vantage, uh, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Ben Pitts and company at GB Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. 
Sponda Bell, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, and our title sponsor, the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe. For Jamie Fox, for John Tabor, I'm Terry Walter reminding you guys to stay tuned this afternoon for Sean Fox, the sports company. 